Here's a look at first news. It's fair. It's accurate. You get the damn truth. President Joe Biden yesterday urging Americans to get vaccinated, including now getting booster shots. I don't know how they came up with that after just having the virus, the new one, identified four or five days ago. I guess all the science is in about the booster shots on the new one. Said Monday he will be not seeking any severe business or widespread lockdowns. Well, that's good. The new variant, he said, is cause for concern, but not cause for panic. He was accompanied by Dr. Anthony Fauci. Fauci said there is yet no cases of the variant identified in the U.S., but it is inevitable that it will make it into the country. Oh, by the way, folks, a judge in Jefferson City, Missouri, has blocked President Joe Biden's administration from enforcing coronavirus vaccine mandates on health care workers in 10 states that had brought the first legal challenge against the requirement. The preliminary injunction issue Monday applies in Alaska, Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, New Hampshire, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Wyoming. Those states all have Republican attorney generals. A judge of Missouri said the Center for Medicare and Medicaid has no clear authority from Congress to enact mandates for health care providers that participate in two government programs. The rule requires workers to receive their first dose by December the 6th and their second by January 4th. Well, guess what? The judge blocked it. Now, in Montana, how does that work? I don't know. We have a mandate in Montana passed by our legislature and signed by our governor that you cannot have vaccine mandates. You can't terminate people based on their vaccination status, and yet people are. We'll see what happens. Dutch health authorities said the Omicron variant has already reached the Netherlands. The announcement is adding fear to confusion over the new version of the coronavirus in a weary world, hoping that it's left its worst pandemic behind us. It remains unclear where this first emerged, that it hasn't stopped weary nations from rushing to impose new restrictions now. Out in Los Angeles, enforcement began there for one of the strictest vaccine mandates in the country. A sweeping measure that requires proof of shots for everybody who enters a wide variety of business there, anything from restaurants to theaters, gyms, the nail and hair salons. The latest order aimed at slowing the coronavirus took effect November 8th. The city spent three weeks, though, educating business owners about the rules. I don't know. Folks, can you tell me, how does a six-year-old take his vaccination card and carry that around with him before he gets into a restaurant? And by the way, what if the six-year-old says, I'm not five? Uh, Do you look at their driver's license or Mm -hmm. what do you look at? How's that going to work? It's Los Angeles. By the way, the first defense, folks, could produce a fine of $1,000 to $5,000 for everybody who breaks the rule. And it's funny, I found this article today after talking about it because it's been hidden about the great American heroes and people we left behind behind enemy lines in afghanistan well guess what here's a story from ap today out of kabul human rights watch said that afghanistan's terrorist taliban fighters have killed or forcibly disappeared more than 100 former police and intelligence officers that were working over there since they took power in mid-august 
oh yeah, they're killing them and they have disappeared. I wonder what's happening to their bodies. I wonder what they're doing with them. Folks, it's more than that. That's the number that we know for sure. The killings and disappearances it documented took place in four different provinces. Local commanders, in some cases, have lists of former officers to target. And the terrorists and Taliban in Afghanistan are conducting night raids on homes. They're intimidating the relatives over there. And you know what else they got, folks? They have U.S. uniforms to do it in. They can wear our U.S. uniforms. They could go in and tell people, uh, hey, we're special forces from the U.S. and we're trying to get our people out. Do you know where they're at? You don't think these are crafty bastards over there? They are. And they're killing them. And we're disappearing. And Joe Biden doesn't even know what day of the week it is. NATO foreign ministers are warning Russia that any attempt to further destabilize the Ukraine would be a costly mistake. Concern is mounting that Russia could be preparing an invasion of Ukraine. I don't know what this administration is doing about it. He's compromised, you know. His son took money from a Ukraine oligarch. Ministers from the 30-country military organization are meeting today again to talk about it. Oh, the developer of the Russian Sputnik V vaccine said it will work on adapting it now to the new Omicron variant. They've bankrolled it, said if modification is needed on their new version of the vaccine, it could be ready to mass produce in 45 days. Folks, we already have a new one here. Senator Rand Paul last night said we have it. They're just not rolling it out. We bought so many of the old ones. We don't want the pharmaceutical companies for some reason or another to eat it. So we're using all the other vaccines first. China is going to donate 600 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines to Africa. Chinese President Xi Jinping made the promise in a speech yesterday at a forum on economic cooperation. You bet. We'll send you vaccines. You send us more elephant tusks. That's what they want. Iran is in the news. They're striking a hard line a day after restarted talks in Vienna over their nuclear program. Not much came from it. Remains unclear whether it is opening gambit by Iran's new hardline president or signaled serious trouble for those hoping to restore the 2015 deal. The other countries around the world, folks, they're still in that deal, but they're enriching uranium as we speak. Testimony set to begin in the trial of actor Jesse Smollett. Prosecutors said his trial in Chicago that he staged the homophobic and racist attack on January 19th. His defense attorney said Smollett's the real victim of a real crime. We'll see what happens. Official figures show that consumer prices across 19 countries that use the euro currency rising at a record rate. The Eurozone's annual inflation rate is 4.9% in November, largely a result of a huge spike in energy costs. Oh, yeah, and we know why energy costs went up. The highest inflation rate increase since records began in Europe. Like others around the world, the Eurozone, which is made up of 19 economies, including France and Germany, is enduring big price hikes as a result of the recovery from the pandemic and 
blockages of supply chains. An Alabama woman who said she was falsely arrested for shoplifting in a Walmart store and then threatened by the company after her case was dismissed was awarded $2.1 million in damages. A jury ruled in favor of Leslie Nurs of Semis, Alabama. Lawsuit said she was stopped by trying to leave Walmart with groceries she already paid for because she used self-checkout with a scanning device that froze. The case was dropped, and she received letters threatening a civil suit if she didn't pay the $200. And Walmart paid her $2.1 million. Wall Street steadied itself yesterday after a whopping Friday scare of the Omicron virus. With a wild day last Friday, yesterday, things eased up a little bit. In fact, the S&P 500, 1.6% higher in afternoon trading. Bond yields, crude oil also recovered. Chunks of Friday's uh, downward trend. While the market was steadying itself, it was not returning to to a full-on rally that it had been in for a while. Consumers are expected to spend between 10.2 and 11.3 billion yesterday. That would make it the biggest online shopping day of the year. Spending on what is known as Cyber Monday could drop though from last year. Last year 10.8 billion was spent on Cyber Monday. Friday and Thanksgiving Day online shopping fell short of their prediction for growth. But it was already reported by all the news agencies that it would be a big day uh, as the economy is rolling, but it fell short of what their prediction was. First time it's seen decreased spending on big shopping days, which had been growing healthy. I told you, I went into Costco and uh, over the weekend, and uh, man, I, I couldn't believe the crowd in there. It was about half the size that it should have been, and parking lot wasn't full. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe people uh, are doing more things online or didn't want to go out or something. I don't know. Different. Here closer to home, bad day yesterday in our state, a minivan collided head-on with a school bus in southwestern Montana. It killed the driver of the minivan. The van was westbound on U.S. Highway 2 near Whitehall Monday morning when it struck the school bus head-on on a curve. The 52-year-old driver of the minivan died at the scene. Passenger was hurt, neither wearing a seatbelt. The bus driver and a 7-year-old boy on the bus, they were not hurt at the time. A man has been sentenced to 65 years in prison for killing another man with a hatchet during a street fight in Great Falls back in 2018. The jury convicted 35-year-old James Michael Parker. Assault with a weapon. District judge sentenced Parker to 55 years for homicide, another 10 for assaulting another person. Also sentenced him to 10 years for witness tampering and has to pay restitution. And I see coronavirus cases in the state of Montana are down, which is a good sign. Down from where it was, active cases, 4,248 on Monday. That's down from almost 6,000 seven days ago, which is good. According to the information that was in the paper today, our eligible population, 51% are now vaccinated. 
But people in Montana are reluctant to get their kids vaccinated. Only 8% of kids in that age group 5 to 11 have uh, been vaccinated. Hmm. People just haven't been persuaded uh, that their children need those vaccines yet out here. So, um, And it's their right. It's their children. That's right. In sports, college football, another coach changed in schools. Notre Dame's Brian Kelly is going to LSU, mm-hmm. where Ed Orgeron used to be. And, uh, you know, the thing is, the reporters can ask all they want. Well, are you staying with the school after this season? Yes. And then in the next breath, well, I'm going to LSU. Well, I don't know why he'd leave because he's got good recruits in place and he just hired a defensive coordinator. Oh, I don't know, money. <laughs> yep. That's, and that's probably it. Well, you know, he's the winningest coach now in Notre Dame history. And no previous Notre Dame coach has ever left the Irish to go take another job somewhere. Really? Yeah. Well, there's been coaches that have been fired. Been fired, but not but not left on of their own volition to go coach somewhere else. Right. We see it all the time, though. Uh, Stupid-ass stuff like that. Um, look what Mutt Lang did. Oh. That's one you can't explain to me, money or otherwise. He left Shania Twain. Cheated on her. I mean... God, sitting at the bar with his buddies going, oh, my God, that woman. Lyle Lovett. <laughs> Guy looks like he dropped the toaster in the bathtub and he had Julia Roberts, leaves her behind. Are you kidding me? Don't get it. But- and don't even mention that jerk Lance Armstrong. Right, Mark? Oh, if I ever see him. <laughs> oh, I know it. Hey, you fell off your bike. You know what he was doing to Cheryl Crow Wilson? No, tell me. In detail. <laughs> I tell you, you just you just don't get no wipe, but, but they do. Mm-hmm. They they they. <clears throat> well, we'll see. That that's a little tougher. He's in a league play down there now. SEC's a different ball game. Mm-hmm. Although Notre Dame plays a brutal schedule, right? And they were eleven and one this year. Yeah, they they play a tough schedule, uh, as tough as anybody in the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, and. There's another factor in there, folks, that you're not considering, and that is what maybe his wife wanted to do. There you go. She, who knows? She may be from the South. Yeah. She may be from Louisiana. Maybe you know, Maybe she wasn't Catholic. They may like packing up all their belongings and leaving their home every time a hurricane comes. <laughs> I mean, I would like that. Wouldn't you, Mark? Honey, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking hurricanes. <laughs> So I I don't know, but um, he's moving on. Fifty two today. Tomorrow sixty two. Breezy on Wednesday. Sixty six Thursday. That looks like your day. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean it's Thursday anyway. Right. Then a little cooler by the weekend. Forty five, forty four, but still uh, nice for this time of year. About thirty five degrees out there right now at six thirty three, and that's what's happening. Mark Wilson, Paul Mushaben here together. Getting ready to wrap up the year. Thanks for tuning in to the cat.